And welcome back to the One Man You Can't Stand podcast. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're wondering. You know, you're wondering where my voice has been. You've missed me. Well, I'm here to tell you that I just... I don't understand how seasons work and uh, see how seasons change. So I've taken some time to figure out what the hell I've been doing and what is going to be happening with the future of this podcast. And I just wanted to come here to let you know that it is still a thing that is happening and it's something that I'm going to make the time for for the future um yes this is this is the update for season two this is the intro to season two of my podcast so yes thank you we've entered season two um i got some great guests planned for uh, this season it's gonna be a fun ride um i'm just pretty much popping in to tell you that yay i'm still here yes I'm still here to annoy you. I'm still here for you to not stand. That's right, baby. I'm still coming in hot. Um, and I I left you when I had, I last left you. I was still, we were, Caitlin and I was, were still living at her mom's. Um, that episode, that last episode, I recorded in um, a closet. And... I was going to keep, I was going to try and keep doing episodes that way and I just did not find comfort and did not find um, the natural voice in me that I wanted to share with the world. So I gave it some time and Caitlin and I are now settled in our new apartment. It's not really new anymore. It's been a couple of months, but we're finally here. We're in it. We love it. Um, so great things have been happening since I last, um, spoke to you guys. Um, I've done plenty of shows, um, shows keep growing. I keep writing. I keep wanting to get better. Um, I did some shows last weekend that went really well. Um, for those that don't know, JJ Curry is a local from Tampa. He's originally from, um, Atlanta, I believe, um, not Atlanta, um, Georgia, Savannah, maybe, sorry if I get that wrong, JJ, but the Friday show in Ebor at the Cane Distillery, I ended up having to follow JJ, and I'm proud to say that I did not sink, you know, it was a weird crowd, and I understand the, um, lineup change had to be done because, um, he is a professional, and there's no, doubt in anybody's mind that he isn't funny so he brought the crowd back to life i had to follow him and close out the show and i'm proud to say that i did not drown that's right i sank he we were all um before the show or like during the show we were all like rating 
rating it by a, a scale of numbers and <laughs> everyone was pretty much Kenny Kenny Garcia the guy that produces laps on the go um, he opens for Josh Wolf and Theo Vaughn and um, does a bunch of work great comic but he runs laps on the go so he produces these shows and he was there and he was t- talking about the audience level was <laughs> not getting anywhere above a five so he brought JJ up as soon as he could and JJ brought it to about an eight or nine, and JJ told me that I brought it to a seven. So I'm proud of that fucking number. For him to give me that number, that's a um, that's a win in my book. So that was Friday, last Friday's show on um, the 20, what was that? Looking at the date, what date was that? Um, calendar, that was the 20th, yeah. Um... And then the 21st was at a, a distillery in St. Pete called Kasuba, Kazuba and Sons. Um, really great place. The guys that were working there were really cool, really great guys. Um, we sold, that show was completely sold out. They were, people were still coming in and they, there were no chairs left for anybody. So they started bringing out like the office rolly chairs, which was really funny because that's where they were like, you guys, that's technically the green room for you guys. So you guys can hang out in the office and they're fucking taking our chairs away. And then it was pretty much just standing room only at, at that point. And it was, a, that was a really good show. It was, um, um, Jarrett, me, um, Kevin Taylor, Sophia, Jojo White, my, my homie Jojo, um, and Brandon Imes. And it was a really, it was a really fun show. The mic went out though at the beginning, which is always concerning for, um, comics, but you know, you have to be prepared for anything and that's where improvising can come in really well. And Jarrett went up, um, without the mic and fucking killed it was so like i don't think there wasn't a joke of his that didn't land and it was really good um and then they after his set they ended up fixing the microphone i don't know if it wasn't charged or what if they had to plug something in for it because it's a wire it was a wireless mic and wireless mics are always iffy man you never know what you're really gonna get with a wireless microphone you never know like how far away you can step away from like the receiver of uh the wireless mic and i don't know it's just it's always iffy with a wireless mic batteries have to be charged and shit so but jared killed and then they got the mic to work after him and um everyone else pretty much did a great job and what was really cool about that show was that I got to run my um, my set that I've been working on, and I ran about 20 minutes solid. So <clears throat> that was really cool, and I have more. I So it, I love doing those showcases where I'm able to do that much time to see how much time I really have. Like my, my really good stuff that I'm really enjoying performing right now is 20 minutes. And then I still have more. I still have so much on, uh, relationships and mine and Caitlin's relationship. And, um, so there's, I don't know how much time I really have. I might have 45 minutes that I could do 
20 or 30 of it of it might be pretty good and then the other 10 to 15 could be fumbly but i know i have it i know i have the the premises it's just a matter of uh building those up to sound <laughs> to to make sure they sound really good so i'm not giving a shitty show when people come to see me um so i left you what did I, I, I last left you when I had gotten back from Georgia, I believe from the Backhand Comedy Festival, uh, which was really cool. Um, I submitted to a few, a few other festivals and I finally heard back from uh, West End Comedy Festival, which is in uh, Atlanta. And I unfortunately didn't get into that, no hard feelings. I just, you know, bummer not to go back until I, remembered that I have a show in coming Georgia, which is just outside of Atlanta in March. So I'll be back up there. Um, just doing comedy festivals are really fun. You get to meet comics and producers all over and bookers and whatnot. And being in Atlanta is definitely a great place for comedy. And I thought that would have been a good spot to be in, but it wasn't. So on to the next one, baby. We just keep rolling. Um, I've never, I'm, I'm in a place now mentally where like every time I get off, um, the stage, I'm, I'm already like analyzing how I could have been better, which is a gift and a curse because it's hard for me to live in the stuff that is good. Um, I'm, but it also is, is good in the sense that I, it shows that I really give a shit about what I'm doing and I really want it to be better. Like I want it to be great for everybody that sees me. Even if it's like, even if I'm doing just like a five to seven minute guest spot where nobody knows who I am, that's even, I feel like that's even more important because, because those are the people that like, like I don't have a huge following yet. Like I don't have uh, fans or anything. So it feels way better when complete strangers come up to you and like congratulate you and tell you that, like you did a really good job and have a really good show. And so I'm getting there. It's just, uh, you know, it's a process, it's a journey. And I, the older I get and the more that I'm, I'm involved with, um, my craft and the craft itself. Um, the more I understand that and the more I want to keep growing. So this year is all about the growth, you know? <clears throat> um, so that's it. I mean, um, speaking of growth, I paid off my car, dude, which is super exciting. But now there's like shit going wrong with it <laughs> and I have to take care. Like I'm super bummed. I had to back out of um, uh, the real comedy house show in Johnson City with my homies um this weekend of January 28th um and that you know it I was supposed to drive up with Jay Legend which would have been so fun just the drive itself but I wasn't certain that my car was going to do well and I had to I have to do updates on it anyways and um so on to the next one which is going to be in coming Georgia, March 10th, I believe. Um, and hopefully, fingers crossed, I haven't heard back yet, but I'm supposed to be producing a show at a at a brewery in Odessa, which is just like, it's still technically Tampa. Um, 
So I, I haven't heard back. I'm supposed to have a meeting with the owner and management. So um, I'm hopefully doing that March 11th. Uh, which is going to be super fun because I'll do the show in coming Georgia and then have to head home right then um, and drive through the night, which is going to be such a gas, you know? It's uh, it's such a pleasure to hang on, taking a B-reel. If you're not on B-reel, you got to get on B-reel. It's just this, it's this social media app where uh, where you just take pictures of, what you're doing and the app itself like gives you a notification and you just fucking wait for it and it could be at like one o'clock in the morning or it can be at like six o'clock in the morning or five thirty. it's just and then you stop and take a picture it takes a picture of the back and the front of what you're doing in the moment so here we are um so yeah um i'm hopefully producing that show myself and i got a um some comics lined up that i've spoken to that are down to do it so I gotta, I gotta make sure it's actually gonna go on though, because if it's not, then I'm gonna be super bummed, and I gotta find a new spot to produce it. And um, this whole, uh, this whole industry itself of comedy is like a trial and error. It's like a, it's you know, you keep, you keep going as much as you can, and then you stop when you have to, and then you fucking, it's you know, a matter of like trying to build a bridge and a moat. Um, that's what it feels like, dude. But other than that, man, I'm trying to think of everything that you've missed. Um, trying to highlight everything that's going on updated wise, you know, um, I've had like three different viruses this year. Even right now, my throat feels fucking weird. It's been a weird year for fucking had the flu, um, around Christmas time then I had that RSV virus, which fucking sucked, dude. Like, my my back and lungs were fucking sore for about a month from coughing. And, um, and when I say back, I don't mean like my lumbar. I mean like, like where your ribs are um, in the back portion. Like that shit was so sore just from sitting there coughing. Um, for a month straight it was fucking awful and right now my throat's sore because it was cold as shit last week and now it's 85 degrees so florida just florida has no idea what it wants right now it it just seems like uh florida feels like like a woman going through menopause because it's like it's like it's winter time, but we keep getting fucking hot flashes and it doesn't make sense. And I really miss having a winter. Like I know I'm going to regret that when I move back to New York, but I really do miss having like an extended amount of, of cold happening. Um, because there's nothing here. It's not cold. And I know that's why people move here because it's like, you don't have to worry about that shit, but it would be nice, you know, to have a fucking month where the high is like 50 degrees. I think so, you know? Um, your winter clothes are better, dude. What am I supposed to just walk around in my, like, Speedo and tank top? That's not what I want to do, you know? I want to fucking... I want to bundle up, dude. With some hot hands. Which brings me to this. So, Caitlin and I are moving... Planning on moving back to New York. We've talked about it. We've planned it. Um, 
I was actually in a process, an interview process with my company that I work for, hoping to get a really good job up there as a general manager for a community center. And um, I, I made it through all the interviews. And when, when I did my final one, um, I was supposed to do um, like these presentations for, for three different scenarios um, out of seven that I, that I had. And I got really overwhelmed when I was reading them. And I knew, you know, deep down I knew I knew the information. I understood it. But seeing them um, just got really overwhelming for me. And I just, you know, I get, there are times where I get in my head with shit. And um, and <coughs> I kind of like psych myself out, which sucks, but... I just had a meeting with my boss last week and she's kind of helping me understand um, what I do know and that uh, it's helping me a little bit with uh, confidence. And um, so when I was talking to my boss's boss, the head boss, the honcho, if you will, on top of um, she's like the head of our community service um, part of our fucking um, what, what do you call it? Like a corporate structure. Okay. And, um, so I I did my interview with her and it went well, but then with the scenarios, I was only able to complete one and that shit took me like three and a half hours to build in PowerPoint. And, um, she actually really enjoyed it and was, I know she was bummed out that I didn't do the other two, but I know she appreciates that I was honest and I told her that I didn't think that I had the experience to be able to answer some of those scenarios. And, um, she really appreciated that. She actually wants me to come out to New York city, like sometime in the spring and visit a couple of sites. And hopefully it, you know, it pans out that I do end up running a community center out there. Cause it's, it would be fun to do so. Um, but and it would also give me some security when I move out there because when I first moved out there I had no job and I was fucking getting high all the time and um my focus was not where it needed to be I was having a great time I was doing stand-up not as much as I should have been because I was partying but um I do have that experience under my belt so I know what it's like to be there and I know now that I'm sober two years going on that I know what I want out of my life and I know what I can accomplish. So hopefully that's all stuff that's in the works. And by the end of our lease, which is like next December, um, we should be on our way up there and hopefully I'll be in a position where I won't have to be struggling financially because doing that in New York is not fun. I've been there. It is very uncomfortable. Um, hang on one second. I gotta take a break. Hold on. All right. Sorry. Um, that was Caitlin calling me and I had to answer some questions, some interrogative questions. She was questioning me. So, um, yeah, where was I? Um, I don't know, but, um, another update is, uh, I'm getting married this June, June 3rd. We've been planning the wedding and it's finally happening. Woohoo! Yeah. 
Um, and uh, I'm pretty excited for that and ready, more so ready for it to be over with because the planning is just, I'm sure uh, Caitlin would say that it's more on her shoulders and way more stressful to her than it is to me. So why am I even complaining about it? But you know what? Um, I don't care. I'm just ready for the planning to be over. Ready to do the thing, say I love you, tell you why, say I do, and then eat some food, um, embarrass the hell out of myself on the dance floor, and and then we go to Hawaii, baby. No, I don't know. I don't know where we're going on our honeymoon. We've talked about Hawaii. I wanted to go to Greece, but that's probably like a $5,000 trip that uh, we shouldn't do right now. So, I don't know, man. We just uh, we just did our cake tastings, which if you didn't know, dude, <laughs> if you didn't know, you could go to Publix and they do free wedding cake tastings. So you could go to the Publix bakery and act like you're getting married and you get fucking like four free personal cakes to try. Um, we got we got four, all four of them we didn't like. The ger- I picked German chocolate and they all claim that it's not a wedding cake, but it fucking tasted the best out of the four that we got. So, um, yeah, heads up. If you want some cake, if you're having a sweet craving, you know, go to Publix early in the morning when their bakery person is there and uh, place an order for fucking wedding cakes. You won't get them the same day, but uh, the next day you you could be eating your, your own cakes. Um, so... We got to do another one though. We got to figure out what the fuck. We have not picked our cake. You know what I did do? I did my tux f- fitting and sizing and stuff. Um, last was it last week or a couple weeks ago? And that was an interesting experience, right? I, I went to Men's Warehouse, walked in. Um, the dude that was helping me, you know, dressed to the nines, had the fucking like full on tight ass suit like way too tight around his ass um also looked like he was only like fucking 14 years old um but he had claimed to have been working there for two years so maybe he was only like 20 or 21 i don't know but i i noticed the suit and i'm like man I would, you know, I've always thought about dressing like that, like, af- especially like after watching Peaky Blinders, I'm like, man, why don't I fucking just get like a fucking day suit or something, you know what I'm saying? Just something that I can like rock around, you know? And so I asked him, I'm like, hey man, is it like, I've always wanted to dress like that. Is it expensive to dress like that and he was like nah man not at all and he like starts like pulling on his lapels and like looking at his suit he was like this suit right here this suit costs about four or five hundred dollars and i got nine of them and i was like fucking what and he was like well i used to have 10 but i gave one away fucking dude that's like that's like fucking four thousand dollars <laughs> that is so like i looked at myself and i was like you know i think i'm just gonna I'm just going to stick to my jeans and a t-shirt and camo hat. <laughs> it suits me best. But um, I got my t- my tux fitted. <laughs> and uh, when I... It seemed like it was, it's going to be... It's going to be like too tight. Beans, why are you zooming? What are you doing? Beans. Beans. Beans, why are you zooming? 
Sorry, Beans is just running around like a crazy person. Um, yeah, I hope it's not too... I hope he didn't get the fucking suit too tight. But, like, when I was ringing out right before I left, he was like, Hey, man, um, he's like, can I ask you something? I was like, yeah, man, go ahead. Ask me whatever you want. Uh, he was like, you're not, you're not like one of those people that fluctuates in weight, right? And I was like, is that a nice way of saying, do I get fat? Right. That's a nice way of asking somebody if they get fat. No. And I, you know, no, I don't get fat. I am getting fat. So I've started to work out. So hopefully by the time my tux is ready that I I won't have put on weight. (laughs) I, I actually have been, you know, I've been going to the gym and the easiest thing. The easiest thing for me, obviously, is that I work at a fucking community center that has a fitness center and, um, it's not the biggest fitness center, but it has everything I need. And, um, I'm more focused now on just overall exercise and not fucking building a a massive amount of muscle like I used to. So what helped, what's helped me the most is that I just fucking, I just set up my gym bag. Like I put my shorts in there, my extra underwear, socks, a shirt and shit, you know, um, my headphones, all that shoes, put it in my gym bag. And I just set that shit like right by the door so that way as i'm leaving you know i i look at it and i go even if i don't fucking feel like it that day right like because every it's not every day um but even even days where i know i'm supposed to work out some days i don't fucking feel like it and then seeing that bag you know is a reminder that you know you just got to do it especially getting older dude i turned 31 in March, and it's just not getting any easier to exercise. It's fucking getting harder. And I remember being a kid and being told that, you know, you need to exercise now and start the habits now because it doesn't get easier. And it sure as hell doesn't. Everything fucking hurts. <laughs> Everything fucking hurts. And it's not enjoyable. Like, I, I used to really enjoy working out and lifting until I fucking hurt my shoulder but since then, you know, things are getting better. Things are getting up, and I'm not talking about my wiener. <laughs> Beans, what are you doing? What are you eating? You eating? I've had to, I've had to cut back. We've just been fucking filling up our dog's food bowl to the top because we were convinced that she just eats when she wants to, and then the other night she fucking just ate. She ate the whole bowl. And dude, our dog's like nine pounds. It's a she's a small Shih Tzu, and she's like her breed is small, but she's actually like small for her breed. So she's there. There's no way that she should be eating that much. So like now, I've just started to fill the <clears throat> the lower bottom of the bowl. But she ate the whole bowl, dude, and then was throwing up the next day. And Caitlin's texting me while I'm at work. Beans is throwing up. I'm worried. I'm like, well, she fucking ate a whole bowl of food the day before. Let her, let her throw it up. She probably needs to. And then that day she took like the biggest dumps that I've ever seen. Like, all right, I won't get into her turds, but they were long. Okay. They were long. Um, so any updates? I'm trying to give you as many updates that I can think of off the top of my head. I didn't, as you could tell, this is an improvised podca- podcast. I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get up here and um, let you know what's going on, and that um, I actually have shows. 
So if you've listened this far, I have shows. I'm doing a show in Lake City with my comedy family, Jojo White, Haley, and Shelby, um, two ladies from Hand Up Stand Up Comedy. They produce the Backhand Stand Up um, Comedy Festival, and they produce all over Atlanta and Georgia and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun time in Lake City, Florida. I doubt anybody from Lake City is listening to this, but if my friends or family want to drive to Lake City, feel free. It's at Halpatter Brewery, I think is what it's called. But uh, it's just nice to have shows to announce more than uh, more than not these days. So um, I'm out there working. I just did a short film with my buddy Tony God. He just... Uh, He's doing a short film. We just did that. I did sound and acted on that. One of the actors that was supposed to be on that that had a speaking role um, ended up leaving early. And then I got bumped up and had more speaking roles. I had to smoke a cigarette in my scene. It was fucking gross. Haven't smoked a cigarette in, since 2016 or so. Um, it was fucking nasty. So, uh, But it was fun. He, he got that short film... Um, a SAG credit, so that was dope, having a SAG credit under under the belt, which is uh, fucking cool. If I hopefully can get more acting roles, and then I can fucking apply to be a part of SAG, and hopefully get more and more, and keep going from there, right? Because life is about growing and getting better. Right, Beans? That's right. That's what we're doing. Those are the goals from now on, and, um, you know, I just hope you look forward to season two the same way i do like i said i got some awesome guests coming on i got some of the guys from the real comedy house uh coming on which is going to be really fun and um hopefully i can get uh a lot more to you guys you know i'm gonna you know this is independent journalism at its best okay this is my vocal diary and i thank you all for being a part of it i'm sorry for being gone for so long and i hope you understand and i'm gonna keep bringing it as much as i can all right i love you guys stay safe and look forward to hearing from you bye